0: Welcome to Now Church. For the latest updates, visit us at nowchurch.com, including live or on-demand video, online giving, and much more. And don't forget to follow Now Church on our social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please use the hashtag NowChurch. Thank you, and enjoy today's service. Oh, it's so good to be together. Every year holds something fresh and we're, I'm really excited about the theme for the year. As I've been seeking the Lord for, I've got several words and thoughts and prophetic thoughts over the next few weeks. But the theme for the year, for, theme for the first month of the year that I got in my spirit is leaving Smallville. <laughs> leaving Smallville. We'll talk about that today and the rest of the month. We got five Sundays, I believe, and uh, we're going to open with Second Corinthians chapter 11 from the Message Bible. It says this, dear, dear Corinthians, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide open spacious life. We didn't fence you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. is that powerful? We didn't fence you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. <clears throat> Your lives aren't small, but you're living them in a small way. I'm speaking as plainly as I can and with great affection. Open up your lives, live openly and expansively. That's part of the word that I got for 2022. Live openly and expansively. I'm sorry, that's uh, Second Corinthians chapter six, verse 11 through 13. Those of you that are gonna correct me after I'm done. And Isaiah 54 describes it this way. Verse one, sing, O barren, you have not born, break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child, if you didn't birth what you wanted to birth in the past. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent, and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords, and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. I love those words. Enlarge the place of your tent, stretch out your curtains, don't be sparing with it. Lengthen your cords, your foundations. Strengthen your stakes. Put them in deeper, because you're about to expand to the left and to the right. Amen. Amen. Father God, come and move in us and give us understanding of Your Word that we can take hold of it. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. There was a series um, TV series on uh, called called Smallville. It was all about the early days of Clark Kent and the whole fictitious story of Superman. Smallville was a fictional town in Kansas where he grew up and um, learned to become the world-class superhero we know him to be. Um, I believe it's time for us to grow up into all God's calling us to be, but we have to get this idea, this understanding that it's time to leave Smallville. I had the privilege a week and a half ago, the first Wednesday we had without service, and we don't have service again this Wednesday, because next Sunday we begin our eight days of prayer journey Sunday evening, next Sunday evening.'re going to do eight, the number of new beginnings and pray, starting Sunday evening. next we're going to have regular services, 9 and 11 next Sunday and um, uh, boy, I tell you, I, I got to be so careful. Last week, I, I said, oh, we're not on live stream, so I can say anything I want to say. And I almost did. And then afterward, I started getting uh, texts from a couple of people. Oh, we're sorry we missed it, but we saw that they did do the podcast. Oh, whew, there's a dodge, that bullet. Thank the Lord. I, I got I to be careful. We're doing a podcast for today as well. <clears throat> anyway but I had the privilege of going to the Ocala World Equestrian Center. And um, man, it's, it's, it's amazing. We got some pictures for you just to see. Folks, if you drive a few miles west of Ocala on 40, or on 27, and you turn down there around 80th Avenue, used to be called the Cotton Plant, I believe, Martell Cotton Plant area. This thing, this is like Disney World in your backyard. This is like, this blew my mind because I started remembering when we started this church 31 years ago, part of our intercession and prayer, we felt God said this was supposed to be an international city. And we used to pray it and we still do, but I'm saying in the early, even in the early days when there was no sign, when we started our Bible school, we had a Bible school for nine years until after 9-11. And uh, we had a Bible school where we had 250, over 250 students come from 16 different countries to Ocala, including 54 students from Iceland, where God gave us extensive work and a lot of friends and churches up there that worked with us. We, we, we helped spirit at a whole youth conference we used to do every summer back in the 90s. So we had all these Icelandic people come. And people, were, people would meet our Icelandic friends or some of our international people at the store, I said, what are you doing in Ocala? Why would you come from Iceland to Ocala, Florida? Because a lot of people grew up in Ocala uh, feeling like this was Smallville, feeling like this was the problem with their small lives. And what we felt God said is, enlarge Ocala in the spirit. Pray for it. Speak well of it. If you've been here any length of the time, you know one of my pet peeves is when people put down Ocala. And they put it down to me. I, 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 I actually talk back. So no, no, no. We love Ocala. We love Gainesville. We love the villages. We love this here. We love Dunnellan. We, we love Zuber. Very few people say that. <clears throat> we love it. Why? Because God is here. Because God has a destiny for this community. You know, the University of Florida kind of virtually began in Ocala. Uh, did, did you know that, that uh, this area, they considered to put Disney World in? When Walt Disney was looking at spots, he almost decided on a place down 484 area, Pedro, that area of Ocala to be Disney World. Can you imagine what we'd be like if it was Disney World? I thank God it's an hour and a half away. I love Disney World, but I love to go there. I don't want to live there. But the when we used to pray, Lord, raise up Ocala to become a world-class city. Some of you came to this church when we had the flags of the nations that we were starting to go to until... We ran out of money for flags. I mean, we're having to replace flags. We, we had like a $10,000 a year flag budget. We had to, when we started cutting stuff back in the uh, economic downturn, we got, we got to take the flags on. No, no. But flags are expensive. <clears throat> and now I've been to 76 of those flags. And, and keep going. Been invited next month to go to Prague, Czech Republic for the first time, One of my dream cities, dream countries that God promised me a long time ago. God is moving. But the problem is we get conditioned to live in Smallville, wherever we are. Our God is answering those prayers still. You saw those pictures? That's what a billion dollar investment will get you. One billion (laughs) dollars. A billion. And it's phase one of seven more phases, eight phases they want to do out there. The lady that owns it apparently owns the biggest trucking company in the country, maybe the world. She had an extra billion. Don't tell me there's a shipping problem. Here's the point. <clears throat> There's a spiritual battle raging. It's the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of darkness. And we know who wins. But God's people have to recognize the battle and stand with God in His Word. We don't fight for victory. We, listen, Jesus already won the victory, He said, It is finished but we fight in faith from the platform of his victory and we have to enforce that victory. The victory of Calvary has to be enforced by the church. Jesus said, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind is bound, whatever you loose is loosed. Whatever you, the church. On this rock, I'll build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. I've never been beaten up by a gate. Gates are invaded. They don't invade. That means we're supposed to be on offense, not defense all the time. Too many Christians live on defense. Everything you see going on in the world right now is the enemy's attempt to restrain, frustrate, block, delay, or derail the development and expansion of God's kingdom. Why? Because God's kingdom is an ever-expanding kingdom. Isaiah prophesies of the coming Messiah fulfilled in Jesus in Isaiah chapter nine, verse seven, of the increase, everybody say increase. increase. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Not there will be no end to his government. There shall be no end to the increase of his government upon the throne of David and over his kingdom. God's kingdom is an ever-expanding kingdom and it has not stopped and it will never stop. Amen. Let's, get out, let's get that out of your head right now. There may be contractions, but it's always for expansion. There may be <clears throat> moments, <clears throat> pardon me. Let me read from the Message Bible, I love this. Isaiah 9, 7 from the Message. His ruling authority will grow. And there will be no limits. Everybody say that with me. No limits to the wholeness he brings. The word wholeness there is the word shalom peace, prosperity, well being, contentment, health, and wholeness. Shalom. The increase. Well, how do we know that's right? How do we know the New Testament? Because the kingdom of God is not rules and regulations about eat and drink. But it's righteousness, peace, shalom, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's what the kingdom of God is. And the kingdom of God is within you, Jesus said. And it's always growing or ready to grow and expand, always ready to become the, the, the infinite thing that it is within a finite human being. Here's the battle. Expansion versus containment. That's what we're gonna talk about this month. Expansion versus containment. The, ascent, the essence of the spiritual clash of kingdoms and the pressure we feel from all this stuff going on in the world. It's, this is not natural stuff. This is not just, you, you think this stuff is just natural? you think there's just biology going on? Coincidence? Give me a break. COVID has exposed, not caused, I wanna say this, COVID has exposed the fatal flaws of human government. Now don't shut me off, because I'm not talking about politics. Politics is the ugly process to get to government. Now, I'm talking about politics. I'm talking about human government, okay? Not one party over another or one nation's government form over another. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about here, listen, Nikki Gumbel in, our, in my devotional a couple of weeks ago <clears throat> said this, we were in the book of Revelation toward the end of the, uh, of the month of December, and he's at the point where he's talking about the mark of the beast and all this stuff going on and blah, 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 and how governments, this government is gonna torture and try to prey upon the church. But he said this, and this really hit me. He said, all governments hover somewhere between Romans 13, which is, says, the authorities of government are given by God and for good, not evil, therefore be subject to the rulers. That's what it says in Romans 13. Follow the government. But then the book of Revelation says that there are governments that control, manipulate, dominate for the purpose of destruction and darkness. Don't follow them. Especially the absolute control over commerce. I have a friend in California was telling me that... uh, the rules got so crazy about vaccine, mask, and all the mandates of California. You you know the People's Republic of California, right? Um, It got so crazy that they wouldn't let you buy or sell anything on Craigslist or eBay or anything else without the approval of the government. Woo! So yeah, so, so listen, so we're in a place right now and I'm, you know me, I taught all summer on end times. <clears throat> I'm not a fatalist, I'm a victorious. Okay, we win, the devil loses. But understand when they start, when governments start trying to talk to you about the fact that you're not gonna be able to buy or sell or trade anything unless we give you a special card or a chip. Who'd have thought that was possible 30 years ago? Happened. It happened, 2021. <clears throat> okay. That's not my point, but I want you to get this because as an effort to intimidate God's church, the body of Christ, there, every government, even governments that start out good, why? Why would they control us? Because they're sinners. Human government is filled with humans, flawed, imperfect humans and in every layer and level of bureaucracy in every government in the world, no matter how good the system was to elect them or not, democratic or despot. Either way, the potential is there for dominance and the intimidation of God's people. Okay, so let's, can we just agree on that? Is everybody okay? I'm not talking about political parties here. I'm talking about all of it. So we have to be discerning. Governments want to keep you under wraps because at every layer of bureaucracy, people have to justify their position no matter how much work they actually do or how little work they actually do, they have to spend their budget. I've had people, we've had people in this church work for the federal government here locally and told me that they were told, hey, if you don't spend this budget money this year, we don't get it next year. So go spend it on something. Just go spend it. That's my tax money. So at every layer, the more you build the beast, I mean, the government, the more you build it, the more it will control because at every layer, somebody's saying, hey, give me, give me, give me, hey, give me, hey, hey. Somebody, you know, how, sometimes when you go through, um, just checking into the airport, you go through TSA, right? You get some guys that are like, hey, how you doing today? And you get some guys that wanna just tell you the rules. Hey, you you need to take that phone, that that phone, take your wash off, sir. Okay, just talk to me like a person. Talk to me like a human at every layer. You know, it it was said to me years ago, if you want to get to know somebody's character real fast, give them a little bit of authority. Give them power and see what they do with it. If they squash, I mean, we had, we've had people that, we asked them to head up a department or for a brief time, head up a department and they formed the Gestapo in three weeks. Like, wait a minute, not, we just ask you to, you know, help people usher. <laughs> it's crazy, but it's true. Here's the point, here's the the biggie, okay? Get this, because this is what we're talking about this month. Scared people are easily controlled and manipulated. Scared people are easily controlled and manipulated. We all have different risk aversion here. And we all have different measures of compliance. In this room, some of you, are the compliant ones. You're gonna follow the leader. You're gonna keep the rules. If Simon says, you're gonna do it. And others of you, you don't care what Simon says, you ain't doing it for nobody. <laughs> there are people who come in here, and Pastor Lindsay will say, hey, lift up your hands. And you always see people like, hmm? <laughs> nope. <There you> <laughs> Not me. Usually, usually it's people that are newer, some just rebellious, just to be honest with you. What I love is to see as a pastor, I love the transformation because a lot of times God will get a hold of somebody's heart and one day. Now they're usually checking out to see if anybody's looking at them, right? You know what's funny is a lot of you did that when you came and say, you know, this is like you. You didn't think we saw you, did you? Sometimes the people with hands in the pockets, when God gets a hold of you, it's like tears, hands raised, heart open. It just takes time together because we're all at different levels, see? And, 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 and what we go through in life experience, you could be the person that's real open this week, and, but you went through something last week, And now you're a little bit more shy, a little more guarded, a little more concerned what everybody thinks. But here's the deal. Scared people are easily controlled and manipulated. So the more afraid you are, the more the enemy of your soul can contain you and fence you in. That's why Paul writes in in, in Corinthians about, look, the, the smallness you feel is not external. The smallness you feel is internal. It's in you. Starts right here. And in here, I kind of, I was gonna say this for next week, but I'm just gonna tell you. As I was praying, spending time with God, preparing for the new year and all the things that the new year holds. Yeah, a lot of times I get titles and thoughts and things, just little statements that just come up in my spirit. And I, and I took that, I read that scripture about being fenced in. And I, and I heard, the, heard the Lord say, don't fence me in. I thought, oh, that's a good title. I'm gonna write this. I wrote it down, iPad. Oh, that's a good, I'll, maybe I'll call one week, don't fence me in or don't tread on me. And then it came back up again. Don't fence me in. I'm thinking like, oh, The Holy Spirit is saying to the church, don't y'all fence me in. Don't limit God. I thought it was a really cool title. No, no, it's a thought from heaven. We keep limiting a limitless God. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or even think. According to the power that works in us. The question is, what kind of power is working in you? Is this according to the power that works in us? His power, dunamis, dynamite power. My friends, we're being conditioned right now. That's why the greatest thing I've done in my life last two years is limit my news watching. I can always tell when I'm having conversations with people that watch the news a lot. Still, right right now, you can tell because it puts it puts stuff in them like, well, I, I don't know, I don't know if I'm going to go to, you know, I don't know if I'm going to go there. Why? Well, heard of Omicron. But I call it unicorn <laughs> because I don't respect it. I know it's real. Okay, I'm not trying to say you. Listen, you've watched me help to manage this church and, 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 and the way I live my life. I'm not, I've said it openly on a Wednesday night. I had the two injections, okay? I got the vaccine last year. I don't want to offend anybody. I've never said it on a Sunday morning. I've said it on a Wednesday night when we weren't taping anything. But this is, this is for the podcast. This is for you. <laughs> so my name is Richard, and I've had the vaccine. Fully vaccinated. Now, but I'm against the mandates. Well, how can you be that? Because it was my choice. Because I know I'm called to travel. And so I said, I said to you publicly last year during the whole thing, look, take it, don't take it. Whatever you do, do it in faith. Don't do it out of fear. Take it, don't take it. Doesn't bother me either way. But for me in my house... I didn't even tell my wife to do it. I told her I'm going to do it the couple days before I did. And she said, I want to go too. My son said, I want to go too. But everybody everybody has their own choice. We didn't push it on anybody. But the moment that a government can tell you what you have to inject in your body, especially those that say, pardon me, in the name of, abortion, that we shouldn't be able to tell a woman what to do with her body, but we can tell the rest of us what to inject into our body. I I have an issue with that. And it's not Democrat or Republican. I'm telling you, we're being conditioned right now to limit our own freedoms, to give up our constitutional rights in the name of the fear of a virus that has claimed many lives, and even many more family businesses. Hear me. That this thing didn't just kill people, it killed generations of family restaurants, and mom and pop shops, people that just couldn't keep it going anymore. If and when it's no longer about COVID, and I believe I'm believing for 2022 let this thing be in the rearview mirror. At some point a pandemic is, has what's called an endemic. Yes. Yeah. That means at the end of it you're going to have some variants but no but hopefully people don't die from it. And that's 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 kind of the beginning of the end. Let's hope the unicorn is that, right? But at some point it's going to be gone. Everybody uh, uh, even Pope Fauci says. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I don't mean to offend anybody, I'm just telling you. I get tired of being told what to do like I'm an idiot. I'm not three, I'm 60, I'm a grown man. If and when it's no longer about COVID, there will be more about irrational restrictions because of a quote global warming problem that's now been rebranded as climate change or some other fabricated boogeyman because governments create boogeymen to scare people into submission. That's what they do. Are you awake? Remember, deception is simply truth stuffed with a lie. Looks real truthful on the outside. It's got, got deception always begins with an element of truth but then there's stuff in it, like the Trojan horse. It's packed with other stuff. Most of you know the the old elephant rope story, but I learned it in the insurance business 35 years ago. At the circus one day, as a man was passing the elephants, he suddenly stopped, confused by the fact these huge creatures were being held by only a small rope tied to their front leg. No chains, no cages. It was as the elephant's could at any time break away from their bonds, but for some reason they didn't. He saw a trainer nearby and he asked why these animals just stood there and made no attempt to get away. Well, the trainer said when they're very young and much smaller, we use the same size rope to tie them and at that age, it's enough to hold them. And as they grow up, they're conditioned to believe. They're conditioned to believe. They're conditioned to believe that they cannot break away. They believe the rope can still hold them so they never try to break free. The man was amazed. These animals could at any time break free from their bonds. But because they believed they couldn't, they were stuck right where they were. I know that's not news to many of you, but it's still important you hear it from time to time. Because the Bible says, Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You are the way you think. Your life is turning out with the boundaries you perceive them to have. And if you believe you can't, you can't. If you think you're bound... You are bound, my friend. But if you believe in your heart that you're free, you are free indeed. One of the thoughts I've had about 2022, I'm sensing a Holy Spirit invasion. That's what I just felt in my spirit. Holy Spirit invasion. And I say, invade us, Lord. Invade us. Envelop us. Fill us with your love, your power, your freedom. All of it. Galatians 5 from the message, I'm almost done. But it says this, Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand. Never again let anyone, anyone, anyone put a harness of slavery on you. Don't allow it. Stand up for freedom. Fight for it, especially in the spirit realm. Intercession intercession. We call it sometimes the prayer of faith when we pray for the sick. According to James chapter five, but the prayer of faith often requires aggression or aggressiveness. Faith is not, you ever hear somebody thought, well, let me tell you about my faith and they'll tell you all about theology or what they believe theologically about something. My faith is important to me. I heard somebody give a testimony the other day online and they never once mentioned Jesus everyone's message Jesus. They talked for 10 minutes about their faith, and all they really talked about was how they're raised in a denomination, and the denomination did this and said that, and they did this and keep the rules and blah blah blah. No, 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 Faith is more than that. <clears throat> the prayer of faith, listen, faith is not dormant. Faith is not silent, and faith is not always submissive. Faith has an aggressiveness to it. How do we know? Because the Bible says Elijah had faith like we have. Elijah was kind of gruff. Elijah once said, how long will you stand as the people of God between two opinions? If the Lord is God, then serve him and follow him and worship him and give him your all. And if he's not, then go serve Baal and see what you get. He's the one who said, the God who answers by fire. He is God. He's the one who went to the mountain and prayed like a woman having a baby. He got in a birthing position and prayed for rain. And it still took time for the answer, but it came. And right after it compares us to Elijah, in James chapter five, it says this, the effective, fervent prayer. Effective, fervent. Fervent has the connotation of flames. Fervent. It's like hot. It's like a, if you're ironing a shirt and it's too the iron's too cool, the wrinkles won't come out. But if you turn that sucker up to, you know, steam, put it up to cotton, get some steam on that thing. That wrinkle is coming out one way or the other. It's coming out. Fervency, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails, accomplishes, achieves, brings success. Avails much. Not talking about being rude to people. I'm saying that we have to be relentless when it comes to resisting the forces of this present darkness. Put on the whole armor of God, Ephesians 6 says. You don't put armor on to go to the ballet. You put armor on to go to the battlefield. You put armor on to go to, you know, some swanky event out at WEC, World Equestrian Center. You don't wear your armor in the natural unless you're going to fight, you know, out there. And I know what you're thinking. Surely you joust. Anyway, sorry, I couldn't resist that one. It's horse country. That's how you joust. Anyway. You put armor on to prepare for battle. I don't know what the next 12 months holds. I wish I did. But I know who holds it. As I said earlier. And I refuse to allow fear to hold me back from living my life. Or hold this church back from building the kingdom. His kingdom is still growing for anybody that's believing for it to grow. Anybody who's willing to release the power of God within you. We will not be intimidated. Here's the good news. God's perfect love casts out all fear. God's agape, God's love. You say that doesn't sound like love. No, God's love is aggressive. Like his faith. He came after you. He came after me. Just sit back waiting for us to notice. Kept knocking on our hearts, right? Kept trying to get you. No, no, not there. Over here. Because he loves you. Let's crush the fear. The opening statement for every encounter with the presence of God in the whole Bible, every time an angel showed up or the presence of God came, you heard these words, fear not. Fear not. 2022, it's time to open up your lives, live openly and expansively, enlarge the place of your dwelling. What's our takeaway? What you see as limitations today your heavenly father sees as stepping stones out of Smallville. Oh, I like that. That's a good title right there. Stepping stones out of Smallville. Every limitation you felt this year, every restriction, every battle, every loss, just showing you the way out into a bigger world because he's got the whole world in his hands right? Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Lord, we trust your word more than we trust our own eyes. We trust your word more than we trust our own feelings. We trust your word. Your word says that you've exalted your word above your name. We know that the name of Jesus is so powerful that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of the glory of God the Father. Father, would you help us today to crush fear? Would you search out our own hearts? You know us better than we know ourselves. Root out those fears, those little hidden areas where we've been afraid to try, or afraid to trust again, or afraid to love again, afraid to believe again. Afraid to hope again. We break the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. For God has not given us the spirit of fear or intimidation but the spirit of power and the spirit of love and a sound mind. We are warriors. We're not wimps. We're strong in his strength, filled with his spirit, excited about the opportunities of the future. And Father, we love you. Reveal your son Jesus to us afresh and through us afresh to others around us. Lord, we stand on the first Sunday of 2022. We have this posture, this stance. By the end of this calendar year, we hope to be inside of our new building, inviting new people, walking around there, enjoying your presence and fellowship with each other and with people that don't even know we exist yet, don't even know you yet. Lord, by this time next year, there are gonna be people that right now are on their way to hell that are gonna be fired up for God, lifting their hands they're gonna be people, they're gonna be prodigals by this time, by the end of this year. They're gonna be prodigals that right now are running full force as fast as they can, as hard as they can, away from you. And they're gonna be coming back. They're gonna be coming back in droves, excited to get into the presence of the Lord, knowing that to be in their Father's house as a servant is better than living in the hog pen of the world. Oh, Lord, this here has possibilities of salvations and people being filled with the Holy Spirit, changed by the power of God, healings we've never seen before, cancer leaving, skin cancer falling off people's bodies in the presence of God. With our God, we shall do valiantly, For it is He who will tread down our enemies. And Lord, we ask You to bless your people. Bless them in every way. Bless them, not just with what they're asking for, but bless them with what they need that You know we need. Bless them with every resource in abundance. We come against the spirit of lack and fear of poverty. In the name of Jesus, we break the power of it. Lord, I thank you that you're the one that provides for your kids. You pay our bills. And you don't just pay them on time at the last minute. You pay them in advance. Lord, thank you for abundant life. In Jesus' name. You know, the very first step out of Smallville is to fully give your heart to Jesus. And I said, fully, fully give your heart to Jesus. Not a little bit, not a Sunday morning visitation, surrender. If you don't know Jesus, or maybe you're one of those that has been away from God, maybe you grew up in the church, but you saw all the hypocrites. I always say there's room for one more because we're not perfect. We've all blown it, but we still love him because he still loves us. Get rid of your excuses. Cast down your fears and step into the things that God has for you in 2022. If you're here today, you say, Pastor, I need prayer. I wanna know this God, I wanna know Jesus in a real way. I wanna surrender, I do surrender, I choose surrender. If you're here, put your hand up right now and keep it up for a moment, I wanna pray for you. Put your hand up and keep it up, put your hand up and keep it up. Lord, you see all these hands, we are here at the beginning of a year that we don't know what's in store, but we know that you are the storehouse. I pray for every person whose hand is raised, every person whose heart is open, that you reveal the Lordship of Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, come alive afresh in us. Just reveal that you're alive. Reveal yourself to every one of us in a brand new way. We wanna encounter you, experience you, and live for you, but we can't do it if if we don't know it to be true. So show us the truth. Show us yourself. Reveal your presence and your power. In Jesus' name. Everybody just say this out loud, especially those with your hands raised. Everybody, say this out loud. Say, Jesus, I give you my life. I give you my heart completely and fully. I take authority in Jesus' name over the spirit of fear. Your word says, intimidation has no power over my life. In the name of Jesus, we pray for our community and we come out of Smallville. Help us, Lord, to live for you in a big way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now put your hands together and let's honor the Lord this first Sunday of 2022. Man, I feel good. I know. I know when something has an apostolic and prophetic edge to it because I always feel like I just gave birth. I always feel like relieved. Oh, wow, I feel better. Got that off my chest. God loves you. And He's got a lot of great things for you. ahead. Amen. Thanks for joining us at NOW Church. For the latest updates, visit us at nowchurch.com, including live or on-demand video online giving, and much more. And don't forget to follow Now Church on our social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you.